Hey folks, here we are. We are live. It is Friday, the 22nd of January. And, and it is, it's an amazing day out here and, and don't really know what today is going to bring, but I'm sure we will find lots to talk about. What I'd like to do today is I simply want, I want to review, I want to review what we've talked about this week, what we've been talking about, uh, and then we'll get into what we're going to do next week and, and bring together. But I, I want to go into the blueprint today and let's talk about all the roles and things and thinking that we need to absorb in some way. If we really want to find financial success in our life, there is a lot of other pieces that have to come together to make that puzzle work. Before we start every presentation, we want to send our prayers out for those that have been affected by COVID-19, the China virus, and, and we send our prayers out for those people, everybody, because this is literally around the world. We also send our prayers out for those who have lost loved ones. And unfortunately, so many times we weren't even able to pay respects because of the limitation of visiting at a funeral home. We also want to pray to the Lord above that he opens his arms and takes into his kingdom those we have lost and all who have died. May God come to each of us, raise us up and open our eyes to the real you, us, we, that we can be for the purpose of changing the world in the future. So with that, let's talk about review. In other words, we talked about the, the rules. We've been talking this week about the magic of thinking big and thinking, thinking, using this thinking muscle in here is, is really critical to find any real success in our lives that we're chasing. You know, if, if you're not chasing any kind of success and you're happy as a camper where you're at, God bless you. Uh, but if, if you take on the responsibility that God gives all of us to be the best you you can be so that I can be the best me that I can be for the purpose of serving other people. And, and it really is that simple. As we look at what we do, how we do it, how we think about it. You know, there, there's a saying that I say is, you know, it's not what you do in life. It's the person you become. It's not the money you make. It's what you do with the money. There is more than enough wealth, unlimited wealth. And, and that leads me to a book that I read years ago by a guy named Paul Zane Pilzer. Title of the book was Unlimited Wealth. And in that book, he talked about economic alchemy, which was his thesis for his PhD, his, his getting his PhD in economics. And economic alchemy simply makes the statement that there are no limitations to the resources that we have available. 
economics historically has been studied as the study of resources, of opportunity, of, of elements and things that are created in our society, in our world, in the ground, in the trees, the plants. In other words, all of those things, the oil in the ground, everything are natural resources. And, and the typical study of economics is looking at the limitation of those resources and, and a projection of where that's going to go. So when something becomes scarce or there is a limited amount of it, it starts to impact the price. Why is gold so valuable? Platinum, silver. Why are these things so valuable dollar value wise? Because of the limitation on them. You know, chemistry was created a thousand plus years ago by some people that were known as alchemists. Uh, these were the monks of the churches and everything. And, and because gold was so valuable, they were searching for ways to create gold, manufacture it, create it chemically. And out of that came what we know today is chemistry. The things that they tried, the chemicals, the minerals, and all the things that they tried to try to create gold. Again, it has had this value since the beginning of time. Now, in economic alchemy, what Pilzer's theory was, was the only limitations of anything is the six inches between our ears. That imagination, that creative imagination that Einstein talked about in his book, or and, and Napoleon Hill talked about in Think and Grow Rich, you know, there are two kinds of imagination. They're creative and subjective. You know, one creates something new that didn't exist before. And the other takes an existing product or thing and makes a better, a better version of it. So now we come down to this approach of Paul Zane Pilsers, Economic Alchemy. And the title of the book was Unlimited Wealth, God Wants You to Be Rich. That was the title of this book. I read it a number of years ago, and he gave examples in the book. You know, one of the examples was about whale oil. You know, back in the 1800s, they were killing whales everywhere around the world to get the oil from the blubber in the whales. They used it for making candles and oil for lamps and, and on and on and on. Well, they were killing these things so fast, these whales, that they saw a time where they were going to run out of this resource. <sighs> so in running out of this resource, it would cause pain. And a guy named Drake, up in Franklin, Pennsylvania, found this black goo coming out of the ground, 
we know today as crude oil, and it burned, and, and the Indians used it for whatever they were doing with it, but that was the discovery of what we know today as crude oil. And even in that, the proof goes further because I've told the story in 1968 where the Club of Rome was created, which was a think tank, a group of the so-called smartest people on the planet. And, and they still exist, you can Google it, the Club of Rome. And, and in their mission statement, they wanted to create a timeline or a projection on when important resources in the world were going to run out. And one of those resources was oil. So in 1968, one of the very first premonitions, predictions, whatever you want to call it, that they made was that the world was going to run out of oil by 1993. Well, we know that didn't happen. I mean, that's why OPEC was created in 1969. And when that was created, three years later, oil went from $1.23 a barrel to $12 a barrel because it was believed there was this absolute limitation on the quantity of this resource. And what changed from 1968 when the think tank called Club of Rome made this prediction and today. You know the only difference? Technology. The six inches between somebody's ears. They found ways to find oil that at that time they didn't know existed. At that time, 85% of all the world's crude oil resources was believed to be under the sands in Saudi Arabia. Thank you.